0: Welcome and away and we, here we go. go. And we go. Welcome back to start on, podcast on first. Oh, we're rolling. Owen's trying to derail this before we even get started. That's how this week has been for him, at least. His week's well, been derailed, so he's trying to derail the pod.
1: I mean, a lot of this. Uh, not to start it off. But we we know exactly what needs to be brought up on at least every single podcast until it happens is uh this uh you know this Packers discourse on Twitter between Jets fans and Packers fans and Packers bloggers and Jets bloggers and Rogers Pat McAfee fans. versus Packers bloggers. Sure. It's uh it's got me it's got me in a whirlwind right now. And, uh yeah, my mind's crazed, but, you you know, I'm not going to unload on them because I feel like I just need an escape from that this week, Seth.
0: Uh, there's no escape. <laughs> Unless you were to unplug from social media and the internet world, the virtual world, uh, there's no escape. There won't e- even even when the Rogers trade actually happens, you know, we get the we get the compensation back and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The the contract details of how that looks, like it's gonna be it's gonna be lit on fire again as soon as that happens. Like we're all we're all waiting, like once the trade happens, it's finally over. Well, no, because then people are just gonna dissect it. And then every pick that the Packers make with that Rogers trade is going to be dissected too. So no matter what, this whole thing will be under a microscope for the next six plus months. By every
1: blogger and talk show host and ESPN analyst and pundit, everybody that has, that is able to speak words or type words Into the internetosphere Yep This will be on the mind And I, you know what I'll accept it eventually Eventually? Eventually
0: I've, uh, I I think I've 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 dove in too far Trying to reel myself back out a little bit It's just hard to Because my whole Twitter feed Is just filled with Packer stuff Constantly the algorithms have got me 12 feet deep But we're not here to talk about that. We could sit here and talk about it for an hour if we wanted, about what the Packers should going get, to do that though, about what the Jets should get, about who's got leverage. Nobody's got leverage, by the way. Is that what you believe, Owen? Real quick, we're not going to spend much time there. I'm just curious. You know, it's been the talk the last week too. Is who's got leverage? Packers, Jets, Rogers. Who's got who's got leverage, Owen? Who do you think? We'll t- we can talk about this a little bit. I have a perfect lead in to the to our first
1: official non-Rogers topic. But before that, each side has a little bit and none at all, and whatever it is, it's equal. Um, <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of there's a lot of scuttlebutt. I think um the 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 main detriment to the Packers is Rogers contract, the one that they signed him to just last year. Kind I think that is kind of the thing preventing them from getting the first round pick. And I the more this goes, the more I'm the more unsure I am, really. The more the less I lean either way on it. But I'm expecting there to not be a first overall pick. How do I word this? I'm expecting the Packers to not have an additional first round pick. If it's anything, they're climbing up two spots. It'll be a first round swap. So it's a little bit of an upgrade, plus like first rounds value in other picks slash players. Because I just don't think the Jets are going to let themselves not pick an offensive tackle in the top 15. I think that's happening. Some one way or another, it's gonna happen. Uh agreed.
0: Um for the most part. I I think each side has a little bit of leverage, uh, which, like you said, kind of equals each other out to where there's no really significant leverage on either side. Packers don't want Rodgers anymore they want to get rid of him jets obviously want him and they've kind of they've kind of shown their hand and their hand is laid out to to Rodgers Rodgers are nothing and obviously Rodgers the the high no name he is he'll he'll always be a part of that the right. narrative there um yeah so i don't think there's really any leverage on either side I, I, a deal will eventually happen. I agree, Owen. I don't think Packers just get outright number 13. But if they get a couple seconds and maybe a condition, conditional next year, I may or may not be okay with that. May or may not be? I, I think it's going to depend on like how the contract lays out, like you said, because uh, that alone might be like a first-round pick-worthy kind of deal, depending on how the contract lays out. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of pieces into this a lot of layers that's for sure for sure but all right i think that's enough rogers talk i'm done with it
1: oh, well speaking of rogers talk uh the jets have just made a trade in the in the last day or so that may be geared towards uh adding or giving them the tools to trade to finalize that trade Elijah Moore goes to the Browns. Do you remember the exact trade details? Because I got a little iffy on what the hell was going on with that. I
0: thought it was two Uh, picks, and then it was a pick swap. I believe it's – so Jets got 42, either 42 or 43, uh, something like that. Uh, Jets also sent a third-round pick, but I think the Jets got another pick back as well. Can't remember the exact pick, but I know they got – a higher second round pick along with another pick. Jets sent Elijah Moore in a third round pick. Or a second round. Yes. Oh. So
1: Elijah Moore is only worth a th- third to second round upgrade. Did I
0: hear that right? Uh you know what? Let me get back to you. Let, let me let me dig out. Okay, okay, okay. Uh ooh. I gotta find it now. Cause you're making me second guess myself. I thought I had no a... kidding. Uh, so okay, I mean, Brown's you... acquired Browns acquired Elijah Moore and a third round pick for a second round pick. That's Jeez. it. So they only got one pick. Good God. Elijah so, Moore is way too talented for that
1: trade package.
0: Yeah. I mean, you. It makes you really think that they got that second round pick to so just throw back at the Packers and say, "Here, we'll give you two seconds, two second rounders,"
1: instead There's of your a first, first round's value. Yes. Yeah. Now, the thing about this draft, and I and I'm starting to. I'm starting to align with the, the pundits that lean this way is that there's only about half a round's worth of actual first round talent in the draft, which, you know, isn't, isn't a weird thing to go from year to year. Usually there isn't enough talent to really label as a first round to actually fill the draft, the round out. Um, But it feels like this one a little bit, especially definitely because you know, we have all this trade trade draft pick talk centered around our team, Seth. Maybe it's just better to have two second rounders. Maybe you don't even, you know, maybe you don't even try to trade back into the first round after that. If you're if there's no way you're getting uh you're gonna have ownership of 13 and 15 simultaneous, you take those second rounders, you be happy with them, you trust your scouting department. And we know GMs and scouting departments, they're, you know, they're the smartest in the room, right? They, they trust themselves. So, you know, maybe it's not all bad. Now, Elijah Moore, no longer going to be potential player coming back in that trade, but, yep. you know, you still got the name, the more likely names in the scenario that could be moved. Corey Davis, who might just get cut anyway, might just be a little piece thrown in there. Um, you know, they're still talking about Jermaine Johnson. I still don't know if I see that one because he's he's a first rounder last year. You know what I mean? I think I think the Packers would prefer drafting their own guys almost if I if I feel out that uh that front office correct, but I'm still excited. Don't get me wrong, I'm excited. And then that you t- you uh, you pair that with the Jets signing McCole Hardman. Yes. Which wasn't a huge contract, and he's not a huge player,
0: but you still got a loaded receiver room in the Jets all of a sudden. Uh, you do. I think he was um, – my guess is he was brought on to replace the special team ability of Elijah Moore because that's primarily what he did Um, at – At KC. So, um, yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But uh, Jets are, uh, I think, are doing anything and everything they can uh, to make the Packers happy so they can move on with this. Uh, Okay, let's jump to a, a few other free agency moves. So tonight we're finally we just jumped straight into Rogers. So we didn't have a chance to uh open up the rest of the rest of the pod tonight. We are doing our first official mock draft after we did a mini one last week. A full first round, thirty one picks. There's not thirty two this year. You say thirty one. Thirty one, Owen. I might have to remind myself tonight a few times.
1: That's uh, still
0: that's still funny that that happened, and we only talked about
1: it like a little bit.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like it happened so long ago too. Now mm-hmm. they kind of forgot that it happened. Uh, yeah. Dolphins forfeited their first round pick uh, because of some things that happened in the past. So. Stephen
1: Ross's owner, Stephen Ross's involvement in uh, uh, tampering with the contract of Tom
0: Brady. Yes. Exactly. Uh, But yeah, so we'll be doing our first official mock with all of us. Speaking of all of us, welcome the podfather to the pod. Jeremy, we're just wrapping up some free agency stuff before we jump in to the grand finale. The main event. The granddaddy of them all. Finn. All right. Did you guys did up. you guys mention <laughs> Zeke to Philly? Did you mention well, nothing's happening? Only,
1: only you could have mentioned that on this podcast. Shh.
2: You know, nothing will be sweeter than uh the all black uni it's Monday night at the link. And Zeke goes off for buck fifty, two hundred yards, and two touchdowns on the Cowboys. We take the dub i are gonna down their fucking
1: throats. Is Zeke, is Zeke capable of 200 yards in a game anymore? Oh, and we have the best offensive line in the NFL. Yeah, but he, you know that only covers like you know five yards. He's still got. If you give away. us a capable back,
2: Zeke, when healthy, is a capable back. That's a thousand yard back next year. Well,
0: no, it could be. That's that's attainable. It could be. Could be. It very well could be. Uh, but let's get on to some other official news. Uh, but yes, Zeke has uh reportedly uh, narrowed us down to three teams: Bengals, Jets, Eagles, being one of them. And yes, that would be very sweet for Eagle fans after Zeke uh, terrorized them for many years in the East. Uh, but another Philly, another Philly link: Chauncey Gardner Johnson signs a one-year deal with the Lions. That's kind of going to be the theme for some of these moves. I felt like there's been a lot of one-year moves this year. Like Dalton Schultz was another one who was signed recently, signed to the Texans. A one-year deal. I felt like he was the best tight end on the market. I think a pretty good tight end. He only gets a one-year deal. CGJ. CJGJ. CJGJ, that's what it is. I can never get it right. Whatever. Signs a one year deal with the Lions. Um, you know, McCole Hardman, which we talked about, was just a one year deal, which is a little different. It just it feels like there's been a lot of short term deals this offseason than in previous years. You seeing that for as sure. well, or am I am I just off a little for bit? sure?
1: And then even this like massive money contract for Laramie Tunsil, uh who reset the left tackle was only three years. Yes, and uh reset it again. But that was like, you see, you usually see those types of contracts last, you know, long term, five, six, you know, something like that. But it's, it's been, it feels like it's been a conscious effort from agents to, if you think your client's going to explode in, in, uh, I don't know, stats or all pros or awards, whatever you want the short-term deal. Cause the market's just, it's kind of, it's going to keep being reset year after year and we've seen that trend especially with quarterbacks but now other positions are really coming up in that you know obviously tackle wide receiver is the biggest one that's been exploding over the past couple years i know nfl's going through a big like tv network deal change here in the next year or two um what was it google i just see i just read that google got the rights to nfl sunday ticket youtube so that'd be youtube tv yeah so, I mean, that's going to be a ton of money coming in. Yeah. And I think that's probably what agents are kind of leaning on now. It's like, obviously, injuries, you'd think with the injury bug, you're still leaning towards long-term deals. No, like they just trust. You want money next year? Take a one-year oh, and, deal. It's that TV money, buddy. Hey, buddy. Give me some of that internet, money. The internet
2: money, buddy. Uh, so, I wanted just to throw in a comment. I'll, I'll tie them together. Um, Reagan's trying to get the applesauce, but no. um, Get that applesauce. It's good stuff. It's uh, all natural. Um, Feed the kids the best. So, I mean, when you're raising the next future Hall of Fame left tackle.
1: For the Cowboys?
2: (laughs) No. Um, You got to feed them the best. So, anyways, CJ, GJ, that kind of got goofy because I don't know how much attention you guys have paid to it the Eagles offered him a contract right off the bat at the beginning of the free agency. We offered him a three-year contract, three or four-year contract. Um, From my understanding, it was fully guaranteed in like the last two or three years. Um, It was right on market market value, like eight million a year, something like that. And ultimately he shot it down because his, from what's come out now, and this isn't just from Eagles beat writers, Apparently, he overestimated his value. Seth, you, you put in the, uh, the group chat about how you expect him to kind of break the bank. The thing about it is he's never played safety before this year. The other part about it is look at the two cornerbacks that were playing with him. The other part about it is the dude missed five games. And Reed Blankenship came in, and we didn't really miss a beat. So how do you value this guy, right? He's been a slot nickel corner his whole career up until this year. We flip him to safety. He's playing with two of the best corners in the game paired on one team. You got a historic pass rush, and then it's like, yeah, you have six interceptions, but you get hurt for five games, and then Reed comes in. We don't really miss a beat. No, we don't have the turnovers that we did without with you. But it's like, how do you value this guy? Obviously, he's not going to pull Jesse Bates' money because Jesse Bates has been a top three, top five safety in the league for the last three years, right? He's not going to pull. Even Julian Love got like a seven, uh, seven-year guaranteed contract or seven million-dollar three-year deal, I think it was. Regardless, though, so, these guys have all played safety for multiple years. Been been solid starters so it was hard to really say what he was worth but the Eagles ponied up enough money to where we didn't think we we're going to bring anybody else back it was pretty much just going to be him and some low-end guys well by by his his agency turning it down all of a sudden we bring back Bradbury we restructure Slade we bring back Cox we bring back Kelsey we bring back BG we go out and sign a new safety we go out and sign a middle linebacker. I mean, we go get Greedy Williams. We ended up probably coming out way better than we would have if we had signed him, right? Now, the other part of him is he's a 25-year-old player, right? So, completely under he completely overestimated his value on the open market, which turns into him getting a one-year, I think it's fully guaranteed $8 million contract to the Lions, right? Yeah. Now the thing about it is this guy comes out and shits the bed this year, he's not good. Look how bad the line's defense was last year, first of all. But if he comes out and he's not good, yo, he screwed himself. Because think about it this way, too. The continuity he would have had in that Eagles' defense with Bradbury and Slay, even if you just come back with Slay, and then Maddox on the other side, man, you're, you're looking better there. But it's like this is kind of a classic. Guy goes into the free – you see this with running backs all the time. Guy goes into free agency. He expects to make all this money. And then he just gets shit. What makes it even worse is the Eagles had the chance to match that deal, and they decided not to. Ultimately, I, re- I think the reason they decided not to is, I don't know if you guys seen it, CJ GJ was all over Twitter, like blowing up the Eagles front office, uh, Eagles fan base, and then his, uh, his agency posted the contract details and called it fake, blah, 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 blah. But the Eagles – Shows the pass. And, I mean, I'm not saying he's uh, locker room cancer or anything like that, but he kind of showed some immaturity on Twitter, I feel like, and his agency or his agent kind of showed maybe that, I don't know, maybe they, they, they haven't been there done this before. And, ultimately, he ended up not getting a long-term deal that he wanted, but it is what it is. I think as I've watched things progress, I'm uh, a lot more happy with what we ended up with rather than just that. But uh, free agency this year has been really interesting because Seth, you mentioned the one year contracts, that's been kind of the Howie special for the last I mean, since before our Super Bowl run the last time, right? I mean, you brought in Chris Long on a one year deal, you brought in Fletch on a one year deal a couple times ago, and it's like you do these one year prove it deals with a lot of these guys. That's been why we blew up this off, like, we lost so many guys. Bradbury was a one year <laughs> there, he is right there, future left hall of fame left tackle, anyways. Um he sounds like that now. so he'd be mean as hell. But no, long story short, Bradbury was one of these prove-it deals, right? We, we do this with guys all the time. Now, sometimes it doesn't pan out because you can't bring a guy back. Other times it pans out because it's like, hey, Bradbury comes back for another three-year contract, right? Javon Hargrave, we got back on another three-year contract previously. So it's – I like it. Um, we, we did it now, uh, Morrow, from the Bears. We basically flopped him with TJ Edwards, right? So – I don't know. I, I think they're smart, and it's it's cost-effective both for the team and the player because the player, first of all, comes in, say he gets a guaranteed $10 million contract. $10 million on the open market, man, that's a pretty good one-year chunk, right? And no team's going to go, here, let's restructure this halfway through the deal. You're just going to get that money. Now, you know, the other thing about it is, say, oh, and like you said, with the TV money, but uh, they already announced it that they're going up in 2024. So, everybody's deals are going up, right? So, I, I feel like it's a good thing for certain guys, especially a guy like CJGK when you're young. Bet on yourself now. Why the hell wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, I mean, he really is. Uh, because, like you said, if he uh, drops the ball next year, uh, it's going to be another small market. But, yeah, if he, if he balls out and really improves that Lions defense, he's going to get a fat deal like Jesse Bates did.
2: If he if he was to come back and lead the NFL in interceptions again, even if it's a tie like it was this year,
0: you gotta imagine he's gonna get a big contract next year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and deserving, deserving as well. At that point, yeah. yeah. Uh, two other deals. I wanna I wanna just flush over quick, and then we uh, will start this bad boy. Uh, Adam Thielen to the Panthers, who according to The old man himself uh, might have the best chance to win the Super Bowl this year. And then another wide receiver deal. A lot of receivers moving this offseason, I've noticed, too. Brandon Cooks traded to the Cowboys. Seth, let me cut you
2: off right there. Malcolm Jenkins is coming back. First game. That's right. That's right. The first game at the Lynx. Malcolm going to knock him out like he did in the Super Bowl, Seth. That's right. That's right. She's
0: excited. We're, we're ready for it here in Philly land, all right? Michael Jenkins. Is he uh, – Malcolm Jenkins, he still even play football? No, but he was talking about coming out of retirement last year.
2: She's not happy about it. When uh, CJ DJ got hurt.
0: Oh, sure. Yep, yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Owen, are you ready to mock this place up? For those about to mock, we salute you. Hopefully I'm doing Uh, the right salute. Nice. That was that was was nice, Owen. I (laughs) love the intro there. You're welcome. Clip it. Thank you. Thank you. Neither that. A fitting introduction for what's about to happen. Ah, <laughs> uh, All right. So how this will work for everybody at home, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. We have 90 seconds per pick. Jeremy, I hope you saw that pre-pod. 90 seconds per pick. We're going to keep this one tight just for the sake of everybody. We're going to keep it 90 seconds, so be prepared for your pick so you can talk about it equally. Or you can take 88 seconds to to pick, and then uh, that's the way it goes.
1: That's the way she goes.
0: So as soon as Jeremy returns, Carolina Panthers will officially be on the clock because Jeremy, once again, has the Carolina Panthers at number one. So the order tonight is Jeremy, Owen, and myself – that's how it'll go. A little switch up from last week, but I left Jeremy at one, so he could pick the Eagles at 10 at least. I do have the honor of picking them at 30, though. So I hope I do the dirty birds dirty. You do them dirty. We're doing the whole first round. Whole first all, round. Whole
2: All 31 picks. Seth, I'm not going to give you 90 seconds once. I'm going to give you 30 seconds each pick. Oh, Guaranteed. I love it. Other than,
0: other than pick 10. That work, might be 30 minutes at that point. I, I love Talking that. My hands. I said you got a 90-second limit. Doesn't mean you have to take all 90, Owen. Okay. I didn't say that. I didn't. And I'm not going to. I'm just saying it's there. It's available, but it doesn't have to be. So, Jeremy, as soon as you're ready, we'll start the draft clock for you to rumble. I'm ready. All right. 2023 mock version, March, Carolina Panthers, a.k.a. Jeremy, you're on the clock. The Carolina Jeremys
2: All right, boys, we're coming out hot. With the number one overall pick, the Carolina we are taking Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida, okay? Here it is. I have seen too much shit on Twitter in the last 40, 48 to 72 hours about how much Frank Reich in the gang has fallen in love with this guy. Now, about an hour ago is the only time I kind of got thrown off of this, because they showed uh, Frank Reich saying something about CJ Stroud when he gets a house in the area that they'll play ball or something like that. But... I didn't waver.
1: That was uh, Josh McCallum, right?
2: Yeah, him and him and Riker talking to him. I didn't waver. They're going. They're trying to run it back, the glory days of uh, the early 2010s, and they're going. They're going. Hey, we we see Cam 2.0. We're gonna build up this defense. We're gonna run some uh, power quarterback play with our guy that we're taking up the first overall pick. Rather not a. uh, You know what? Rather not Auburn. He stayed at Florida this time around. Then steal some laptops or whatever it was. Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida, number one overall, Panthers. Take it on.
1: You oh, slam that
0: down. That was sixty seconds. Beautiful, Jeremy. I like the pick. Not surprised. Obviously, Anthony Richardson, the freak that he is. I'm just worried. Uh, they might. Well, who do they have right now at quarterback? Do they have anybody? Sam Darnold's gone. They
2: so Darnold's a niner. They put what's his nuts that they drafted last year up on the trade block,
0: Man, and corral. then they,
2: they corral. And then they did sign. The, P.J. Walker's gone. He signed somewhere else. They did sign someone. Man, I can't think of who it is. My right now.
0: my worry there is if you throw Anthony Richardson in right away, I, I just worry that he may not be ready. But the physical freak that he is,
2: Seth, the Carolina Jermies don't care what you think. We are drafting this guy, and Fair he's taking us to the Super Bowl in two years, and he's gonna jump on that fumble. <laughs> and we're gonna win the game.
0: Uh Yikes. as he should. As he should. Andy Dalton is who they signed. So maybe uh, maybe Andy Dalton, maybe Andy Dalton bridges it a little bit before Anthony's ready. But good pick regardless. Oh, and you're on the clock. 90 seconds. Houston Texans. What's happening? You, you have two quarterbacks it? right there that May not have been available.
1: You, uh, yeah, we, we all remember back to the last week of the NFL 2022 season. It became a huge win for Bears fans to just slide into that number one pick when we thought it was the Texans all along. We get the draft night. Obviously, Carolina was on the clock, no longer Chicago. Carolina pulls the surprise pick long shot Anthony Richardson high-end play win Super Bowls the whole mantra totally get it comes to the Texans and they're like Phew. it's like we had the number one pick all along we were never worried about this or we shouldn't have been worried about this all along we have the most talented Playmaker, proven asset available at the quarterback position in this draft. We're going quarterback Bryce Young out of Alabama. And Laramie Tunsil is going to be throwing any would-be offender out the clock. We sign Laramie Tunzel.
0: He's going to protect our quarterback. Bryce Young is the pick. Our quarterback. Wow. Right at the buzzer, too, Owen. Nice. Way That's to lead up to that. Way to lead up. I like it. Uh This makes it easy for the Cardinals here as kind of expected. That uh, Quarterbacks go back-to-back, one and two. Probably go at four as well. Cardinals are committed to Kyler for now. No quarterback in the first round for them. Quarterback. So that really means, you know, it, it's kind of almost taken the best player available. And Probably the best prospect in the draft. I'm going to make this easy. Will Anderson Jr. Arizona Cardinals number three. Best prospect in the draft overall. Gives them some much needed defensive help. Will Anderson Jr. The third. I agree with Cardinals. You. Good pick. Jeremy. Back to you at four. Indianapolis Colts on the board. You get two potential quarterback spots here. One big one on the board, still, who many people thought he'd go one. Here, here's the deal, boys.
2: I call him like I see him Owen. Ain't that the truth? No. Owen's a liar. I mean, um, yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> here's the deal, boys. What did the Colts need? Somebody help me out here. What do they need?
0: a lot. So the Colts quarterback, quarterback is a big right? one.
2: So you know what we're going to do here, boys? We're going to take probably the best quarterback in the
0: draft.
1: No, okay? oh, Jesus. We said that about three quarterbacks now. <laughs> when you put together I I'll, I'll say it like this. Well, when Jeremy and I were in
0: consensus a couple weeks ago. So
2: I I I think Stroud is the bet. I'll make this quick. I'm taking Stroud. When you put together resume, stats, wins, talent, what he's done, I think he's the best quarterback in the draft. If he falls right here to the
0: to the Colts, that's an absolute steal for the Colts. It is. Because they don't have to move. I agree, Jeremy. I think he's the best overall prospect. Uh, they don't have to move to get potentially the best quarterback in the draft. Owen, are you uh, Bryce Young number one overall? Best quarterback in the draft, Bryce Young. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: yes. Uh, I think Anthony Richards got the high. Richardson has the highest ceiling. And I think CJ Stroud is the safest, most pro ready start one type of guy, trustworthy, I guess, if that makes sense.
0: So they're all their best in their own special way. They are. They're all number one in somebody's heart. Correct. <laughs> all right, Owen. Seattle Seahawks at five, thanks to Russell Wilson. This is the Denver pick. Where are you going? This is the the pick for the Seahawks. They're they're really
1: hoping someone leap one of those quarterback needy teams behind them leapfrogs into the third pick, takes it away from the Arizona Cardinals. So a man like Will Anderson was available for them. However, that did not happen in this scenario. And we all know that the pod is never wrong. So, give me...
0: Hold on, hold on. Finding some names. Digging out the good ones. Uh, Oh, God. Should I do it? I say so. Jalen Carter to the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, Jalen Carter. All right. I
1: I was about to go with a safer pick. However, the man that was arguably the best player in the draft, off-field concerns have been documented. We're a couple weeks past it now. You know, the, the steam is wearing off. We're coming back. We're still realizing still one of the top prospects in the draft. He's a disruptor. And, boy, what a Pete Carroll defense could do with a talent like that. Give me Jalen Carter.
0: Jalen Carter. All right. Uh, good pick. He didn't fall too far, uh, even after everything that's happened. Uh, I was really hoping he was going to get to the Lions, Owen. My pick here at six? figured. Uh, figured. I wanted him. I had him penciled in, but you nabbed him. So here's my dilemma. As the clock starts for myself. As uh I want to go corner. Uh, because I think uh there's a corner out there who is uh immensely talented, but the Lions have focused so much of their free agency on the defense, and two corners as well, and Cam Sutton and Emmanuel Mosley. Uh, that do they want to take a corner here right away? And we know how their coaches, Dan Campbell, he like to go straight. For the kneecaps. He does. Oh. Let's do it. He you know also
2: I- said there's only what three players that are worthy of being a lion or something crazy. Y'all see that?
0: No, I
1: didn't. I didn't he, they see posted
2: the lines posted something out there about how only three of them, I don't for lack of a better, had a dog to play for the Lions. It's like,
0: man, you better hope those two motherfuckers follow to you. <laughs> Well, I hope this is one of them. Christian Gonzalez, cornerback out of Oregon. Damn. Oh, damn. At number six, Lions are investing everything into that defense, which was horrendous last year, as Jeremy mentioned. All in on the defense this offseason. They continue with Christian Gonzalez, one of the fastest players in the draft, best corner in the draft consensus-wise. Are getting a dog here, Jeremy. Not just any dog, the alpha dog. I, I hope he's going to take some meat caps off. Dog. 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 So, Jeremy, back to you then at seven. Raiders. With the Raiders. And our mini mock, we took Jalen Carter here. Didn't quite fall this far. Nope. So, it makes it interesting. Let's see. They, uh, there's still one quarterback out there, Jimmy G, not definitely a franchise guy. Where do they go? You know, I think
2: the biggest thing for the Raiders is, is, uh, some sort of trench play, is my opinion. Now, where we go as far as trench play, whether it be offense or defense, is the question mark. Um, one second, boys. I feel like so. If Seth, how you just said, if Carter would have fell here, he'd have been the dude, right? Dude, now is a guy. that dude who is a guy. Now, there is two more boys out of Clemson that are possibilities that come up right away. Um, there is an edge rusher that comes up right away. It just kind of comes down to. Do you bolster the edge where you already got two guys? Um, I'm blanking on both
0: of the names right now. Miles um, Murphy is one, probably. No, 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 I'm talking who's actually on the roster. Oh, on the roster. Oh, um, Crosby, Max Crosby,
1: Crosby, and well, Chandler Jones left, didn't
2: he? Is I Jones so. actually gone?
1: I think he did. Yeah.
2: Okay, that I wasn't sure about. So that kind of solves that. There you go. Well, here's the deal. That only kind of just put it into play for me. So, Chandler Jones is gone. You want to have bookend rushers, right? So, what better way to do it than get probably the locked in second best pass rusher in the draft for sure? In Tyree Wilson, has I would say as much upside as Will Anderson as anybody, considering. So, Will Anderson to me is really like uh, Hassan Reddick all over again, right? With he's not a big guy, he's only 6'4, 240. I know that they said that he played at 235 a lot, and he's kind of got that same skill set where it's speed, 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 speed up the edge. That's right. So Tyree Wilson's more of your lanky, natural 4 3 end, which would
1: be perfect across from Crosby. So, no, let's lock it up. Give me Tyree Wilson, edge. Nice. six Tech. We're going to have to extend his time a little bit. I just looked it up. Never happened. He's still a Raider. Chandler Jones is definitely a starting end for the Raiders right now. And uh, oh, and fuck this whole thing up. Um, I'm, I'm ways... for sure, I was my mind was in a different universe, and in that universe, he had left the moment he could. Um, no news, zero news about any even rumors of leaving. So, Jeremy,
0: do you want to retract your pick?
1: Let's take a
2: quick pod vote. Do we keep it or do we switch it to Miles Murphy?
1: To a different edge, <laughs> that... so Miles Murphy is more of the D line three four end. do they run a four three? Do they not?
2: They do, but they got they got a new defensive coordinator. Do they not?
0: <laughs> Broken. It's great question.
1: I'll leave it up to you. You're the Raiders GM. You should know this.
2: You know what the Raiders <laughs>
1: GM is clueless because he got bad info from his. This guy out here. We're gonna He's keep scout. it screw it. He's,
0: all right. Let's keep it Tyree Wilson. I mean, you can never have enough pass rushers. Joe yeah, I mean the rotation at end and Jones, and Jones is isn't older. exactly uh yeah, not exactly young these days. So. so in this scenario, they just think that Tyree Wilson is the best player available. And
2: and you yeah. know what? The fact that you can say you go from being a Raider to a Raider is good. Texas nice. Texas the Raiders,
0: right? Red it Raiders, is. yep. There we go. There we go. All right, Owen, you're up at pick eight. Atlanta Falcons on the clock.
1: Shoot! Shoot. I'm in a pickle. You're in a pickle. I am uh... pickle Rick.
0: I'm pickle Rick. Look at me, Morty. Um... <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you really are, then, huh? I wanted to go cornerback here. Seth picked the number one guy on the Falcons board, Christian Gonzalez. My apologies. There are no There's trades. one, arguably another cornerback that could slot in right here. However, I've long been thinking the Falcons trade up to that Cardinal spot and grab themselves a quarterback for 2023. In this scenario, they don't have to trade up at all? How
0: long do I got? Uh, it's seconds. Your time's about up. I, I need I need an answer. I need the card. I need the card. Give me the card. On Weatherspoon, cornerback out of Illinois. Oh, all right. He pulls the trigger on the second best corner. The scenario the where they don't think Will Levis is available at eight.
1: They have their own draft plan. They really would like a cornerback to pair with AJ Terrell for long-term. Casey Hayward's getting older, learn for a year, take the starting spot next year. <sighs> Tough decision, Devin Weatherspoon, though. Safe.
0: Yeah, it's a safe pick. It's a needed. Like you said, you wanted Christian Gonzalez? It's not like Devin Weatherspoon is a, you know. A, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. He's, he's still a top corner and a top prospect in this draft. So, be, good pick. Yeah. Good pick. The best in most guys actually. But Christian yes. Gonzalez, right there. Yep, absolutely. All right. Very nice, Owen. Very nice. All right. I'm on to the Chicago Bears. The Bears. The, the Bears. Bears. Uh, I mean, they have a few spots. They've obviously made a lot of moves, as we talked about, this uh, offseason so far, making some big deals. Wide receiver, they've, I don't know if they've necessarily shored that up, but they definitely helped with DJ Moore. Defensive side, they definitely made some moves. Um, Place that they really haven't too much, other than Nate Davis, a guard, is the offensive line. And that's kind of been their biggest weakness so far. And with no lineman off the board, I'm going the ultra. Versatile play tackle. I took this guy in the mock, the mini mock. I'm taking him again. Peter Skoransky out of Northwestern, right tackle out of uh, yeah, Northwestern. Uh, help me out here. So, who would that add to that Bears line as well? Because they got two guys already, didn't they? Free agents, just Nate Davis, I believe, is what I'm saying. One other, um. Nobody
1: um Nate Davis is the one. He's going to start right away. Yes. He he'll, he'll be plugged in at right guard, I believe. A left guard, I think, cuz Tevin is Jenkins the left is the right guard. Mm. Um the th- I think I like the pick here and I actually think this is exactly what's going to happen, Chicago, you know, Northwestern right in Chicago. Um he he comes in as a left tackle. If he's not good at left tackle, he moves right to right guard. And then you figure out what to do with Tevin Jenkins after that. But you know, it's more he comes in with a built-in backup plan. Could be very yes. good at left tackle, will be very good at right guard. Yeah. All right. I I just feel like I
2: thought I remembered the Bears signing two offensive linemen, but I could be blank, or maybe
1: it was a lesser known person. Lesser known than Nate Davis, yeah, for sure. So I think it fits. All
2: right. All right. All right. All right. So here it is. Here's my 30 minute window. Are you
1: ready? Uh, (laughs) I just
2: caught that. Uh, The 10th overall selection in the 2023 draft. Burton, what do the Philadelphia Eagles Here's the deal, boys. I have Bert. Hey, Bert. Hey, Bert. What do you think, Bert? Bert's got his opinions. Karma's got her opinions. Reagan's out there yelling at me. Put the cue card in, put the cue card in. She says, I'm going to run something by you, boys, real quick. When you have a top offense with your franchise quarterback, two top ten receivers, a top five tight end, the best offensive line in the game, you've got kind of this hodgepodge of running backs. Maybe you add Ezekiel Elliott to it. Maybe you don't. You brought in Penny, who you know could be a big flash guy, could be a dude that's not even making it through training camp. Not even a guy. Might not even be a guy. And you have the opportunity to add a top ten draft pick at running back, okay? Ooh. And the rich get richer. Do you do it? Now let me I'm gonna put this out there like this. I need I need an opinion for my scouts. Oh, when you burn me again, I'll literally burn you with a cigarette. <laughs> and I don't even smoke. <laughs> okay. Sure. Put that cigarette right on his forehead. <laughs> sure. Sure. So, anyways. Help me out with the name of one Robinson. What's his first name again?
0: Bijon Robinson. Bijon. Bijon. Bijon Robinson, dude.
2: Bijon. Okay, is this guy a talent in the way of an Adrian Peterson? Is he a talent in the way of a Saquon Barkley?
1: Ezekiel? Is he fall to that mold? Take Adrian Peterson out of it because it's hard to separate what he was in college. He was an absolute dog in college, but obviously his NFL career elevates him to whatever. He's a Hall of Famer. Saquon, Ezekiel Elliott level, 100%. 100%. Because Zeke was the guy in college where it's just like
2: (laughs) – Zeke was the guy in college where it's like he was the best running back in college, but he wasn't some like – physical freak nightmare, right? To where, like, Saquon was, like, built in a lab, right? Like, Saquon could jump. He could run. He was elusive. He could catch the ball. Fuck, he could probably throw the ball, you know? Saquon could do it all. Zeke was just that downhill mauler of a back, and he played for Ohio states so help, right? Then, then you had, like, you throw in another guy like Derrick Henry, right? Is Bijon Robinson, is he that guy?
1: Bijon Robinson? asking the scout. The scout says Bijan Robinson looked like a top five pick in the NFL draft two years ago at Texas. And Seth. he's remained that Jeremy. way that ever since. Seth, I'm I, asking
2: my, my other scout. What do you think?
0: I think uh, I think we know where you already want to go with this. You just want reassurance. And this is exactly where your number one scout wants you to go with this. Who's my number one scout? Well, he's burned me once, so I guess we'll he's see. He's burned
2: me once, but he didn't really burn my Eagles, Dude, it's that different. was
1: that was when we were with the, the freaking, what, the, the Raiders. Lions? The Raiders. Who, who cares, cares about, about that? Who cares What's about Vegas, that? right? No one gives a shit. This is Philadelphia. Right, we win championships. We want the best running back for the next five years on our team.
2: Let's go like this. We run this nasty RPO, right? Where it's like running backs are going to already look good with Jalen running the you know RPO read option with it. You got AJ on one side, Deontay Devontae on the other side. We're going to figure out the slot. We got Dallas Goddard. We got the best offensive line in football. Why not pair it with possibly an all-pro for the next five or ten years a running back or better? Why not? What other way to just round and pound, rich get richer? Here's the NFL. What do you got to do in the NFL? You got to outscore the other team, baby. Owen. Baby. Seth, give it to me. Bijon
0: Robinson is a Philadelphia Eagle. With the fanciest name in the draft, maybe the NFL, Bijon Robinson from Texas to the Philadelphia Eagles very nice all right so Owen you're up at 11 with the Tennessee Titans. again I just want to express like
1: if I if if in future mock drafts I have the Eagles at 10 and Robinson hasn't been picked I will be picking him probably nine times out of 10. love that guy I think he's a beast and the Eagles will be very scary uh especially with him under 12. so moving on Titans country Let's ride. Initially thinking for a tackle, a left tackle replacement after having, you know, three-time all-pro Taylor Luan get cut, kind of a surprising move. Hasn't been signed yet. We'll see. He probably just going to do a podcast for the year, huh? Um. However, Andre Dillard comes over, a guy that was basically just a tackle and waiting for the Eagles. And then, you know, Lane. Calm down there, pal. In the waiting.
0: Well, he yeah, I mean, got he tired wasn't, of waiting.
2: He, wasn't he was. drafted in... the same year as
1: Maulata. But Maulata exploded. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: No, Whereas he was Dillard... a hell of a swing tackle, <laughs> but you're, you're going the right direction.
1: Whereas Dillard is, he could be a starting tackle on a lot of teams, right? Um, I feel like they're going to slot him in right at that left tackle spot. If he doesn't work, they'll move him over to right. But. It's seconds. an option here. Ta- Peter Skoronsky already taken off the board. Give me my favorite receiver Need a whole draft. And a detriment to whoever gets to pick the Packers at 15. Jackson Smith and Jigba at 11 to the Titans. There's Not no point. Done. There Not are a lot done. of teams without defined slot receiver roles in their offenses. The Titans, however, absolutely do have a defined slot role. Pair him up with Traylon
0: Burks. And Jigba is the truth. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Probably the dumbest pick of the draft so far, but okay, I'll take it. Hey, real quick, real quick, I want to make a
2: comment. So speaking of Ohio State's, speaking of Ohio, speaking of Ohio State's, uh. Fuck guys, man! What just happened? <laughs> the weather girl over here is fucking making faces and yeah. Good night, I love you so much. Um, so, <laughs> Jesus. you know what? When we pod, you're coming live from my house, and it's unfiltered as hell. There's kids. It really is. It's barking. an
0: adventure every time. I don't know what I'm every time.
2: Get. Tiffany's doing her stuff in the background. Who knows what that can be? But anyways, not drugs. Good oh, night. That's right. The only thing that, that doesn't go on here. Got it. No, I wish. It'd make it more, you know, more, whatever. Ohio State's pro day. Did you guys see the stuff coming out about it?
1: Well, I think, you know, they're talking about CJ Stroud a lot. However, the main headline was like Marvin Harrison Jr.
2: Bang, bang, bang. was
1: like they were scouting him more than anybody, and he's anybody not even in it yet.
2: Isn't that wild? That's exactly what I was going to. Oh, and I'm glad you know what I was talking about. Literally, it was all about Marvin Harrison. It's like. Motherfucker, you're not even up yet. <laughs> and and that's that all, is like
1: that is for like you know the the reporters, you know, the things that hit the public. Obviously, for the current prospects, everyone's being very tight-lipped. It's smoke smokescreen season. It was just wild Still,
2: though, because like yeah, exactly. Every team on Twitter had something to say about the guy, and it's like you guys, there's dudes getting drafted this year. Come on. The other thing <laughs> so about I just had to throw that out there.
1: The other thing about CJ Stroud is who was he throwing to? Marvin Harrison Jr., Jackson Smith, and Jigba. It's hard right. to really scout out what you're getting with the guy when he's got two, two first Stubs. rounders. Then he had two first rounders last year. We'll have another one this year and another one next year. Like that's who he who he was playing. They they truly are like um, ever
2: since Urban came up. They are basically Florida North, you know, as far as recruiting goes.
0: Yep. <clears throat> Seth, you're up, and that's the Titans. Holy crap! Sorry, I got lost in the pro day. Oh yeah, there you go. All right. One. Uh I'm up with the Texans then at 12, eh. Fresh off. You're welcome Seth. Bryce Young at quarterback. Oof, I don't know how I feel about that. But okay. oh, wow. Okay. Just kidding. I like Bryce Young. He's just not my top quarterback. Not my quarterback. But I get it. 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 All right. He's got one side of the line to protect him. Nothing better than protecting them on the other side. Oh, nothing better. Uh, I was tempted to take a tight end here. I felt a little high, but I was looking at it. And then they signed Dalton Schultz, as we kind of talked about earlier. So they kind of filled that tight end void there, at least for a year. Uh, So I'm not going to go one of those tight, top tight ends. It's a deep tight end class this year which bodes well for the Packers later on. I'm going to go Paris Johnson, Jr. Tackle out of the Ohio State, as we just mentioned. Paris Johnson, Jr. to solidify the right side of the line with Laramie Tunsil, forever entrenched on the left side of that Houston line. Forever entrenched. Yeah, at this point, pretty much. He's going to reset it like it. in another
1: three years.
2: Yeah.
0: Feels like it. So that means, Jeremy, you're on to the second most famous team in the NFL right now, the New York football J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Seth, at 13. I
2: understand your heart is broken over your quarterback situation, but nobody gives a shit about the Jets. Let's be real. Rodgers is going to come in. They're going to flame out. They're going to take third in the AFC East. Nobody's going to care. He's going to go to Minnesota next year, blah, 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 following Farms <laughs> What a loser. Anyways, the top two tackles are off the board. The Jets need alignment. Okay, so you're getting Mackay Becton back this year. Who the hell is the right tackle there? Is it uh,
0: George Fant? Mm.
2: It, is it was fancy, last it? year.
0: It shouldn't be next year.
2: No, that's the thing is the Jets need line. That's for sure. Um, there's one thing. Um, God, now I'm blo- my head's. All over the place. Their GM was in Philly for a year with Howie. If he learned anything, you gotta build through the trenches. trenches. Do you want?
1: Do you want a <clears> quick <throat> note from your top scout here in Jetsland? Please, slot? please. Uh, we've been leaking to the media that we're basically picking Broderick Jones tackle out of uh, Georgia.
0: Hmm.
1: Is that it, Broderick Jones tackle out of Georgia? Yeah, I was uh, just gonna put that one down, but oh, go ahead. And, uh, you know, to be honest, as your top scout, I forget if we were doing that as a Fouguese or if we were actually wanting to do Broderick Jones and it leaked. So I'm just pointing that out, just letting you know, even Are if the other tackles the were there. No, I was, ta- I was calling my pick or our leak to the media, essentially, potentially, a Fouguese. However, I'm just letting you know, also I'm pointing to Broderick Jones that we let the media know about. Now, Joe Douglas, master. Oh, Dougie, there it is.
2: Thank you. You're welcome. So, you're telling me the Packers in two picks need a tackle?
1: <clears throat> no, no, I'm saying the Jets. <laughs> the Jets. <laughs> the Jets. Oh, oh, me, top scout oh, for the Jets. Oh, look, look, it's me.
2: <laughs> you remember me? It's, it's me. me. <laughs> okay.
1: So, that's all I'm saying.
2: The offensive line, okay, so Lincoln Tomlinson, I'm pretty sure, is still there. I think he signed through a couple years. 30 um, seconds, Jeremy. Vera Tucker, hey, you got to take some off. Mike my- <laughs> scout was talking, okay? Jesus.
0: It's I, I <laughs> been like <laughs> Anyways, two minutes. I'm giving you 30 seconds. It's been like two minutes at least. I though. thought the guy
2: was talking about the fucking Packers in two picks, but what I guess he's talking about was? my team. Whatever. Anyways, it. I am lost in the sauce right now. Sauce Gardner. So anyways, Ew. we have a guard. We have two guards. Elijah Vera, Tucker, Very good. back and comes back. Dwayne Brown. Okay, he was who Got played it. left last year. Who they have listed at right is Max Mitchell. Ugh. I'm pretty sure George Fant was there for sure the year before, if not last year. So here it is. We are going to take the top remaining tackle, Roderick Jones, and we're just going to put him in there at the right tackle spot. Is Darnell right a true right? He's a left tackle, right? I'm pretty sure Jones is left, right, and then right is left, right? That's a lot of directions.
0: <laughs>
1: lost me.
2: I lost myself, Owen. I'm uh, left is Jones right, for... right is left. I don't know anymore. That's I just know I got that, that Owen had me picking for the freaking Packers here at 13. In no, New York I didn't. For the Jets. <laughs> no, I didn't. We're taking, we're taking Bradrick Jones. The lasagna is getting to Owen. It's four days old. The Oreos are knocking Jeremy out, and Seth needs an energy drink. So let's just do this. Project Jones, All right. offensive tackle
0: Georgia, is in the Jets. You're lucky I didn't find you and pick somebody for you. Card is in though. Thank you. Jeremy. Give you a Vikings treatment, and that what? Yeah. that was the team, right? That was I'm it. Certain. Was it was the Vikings? All right, on to the New England Patriots at 14 with Owen. There's still a quarterback on the board. Shockingly, at 14, there's still one of those top four on the board. Patriots go in a new direction. Owen. Do they dare? Do they
1: dare draft the third white quarterback in the last three drafts for, their, for the New England Patriots team? I am on the fence. We are... Consulting with our scouts, we did love Bijan Robinson, actually, as a Patriots pick. Well, he's gone. He but he is gone. And we're going to skip, skip the potential quarterback pick. And we're going straight to Joey Porter Jr., cornerback out of Penn state. High football IQ size physicality he's he's got a linebacker pedigree an all-time linebacker pedigree he is there we lost gilmore we lost jc jackson we haven't recovered let's get our new cornerback
0: of the future very nice joey porter i like the pick good pick good corner feels like a bill belichick move as well doesn't it Yes, i agree, does. I agree. <clears throat> all right I'm up at 15 with none other than the Green Bay Packers. Will us. what do you think? The cheese. They need a quarterback. That's for sure. Jesus. That's for sure. He's a project. So he can you, sit for a couple don't of you, years.
2: Don't you love the situation at quarterback you got? To-
0: no, I hate it, actually. Thank you. I like that. Nice pun. Um, 15. I wanted Jackson Smith to say Injigba. it Owen, what In Jigba. Uh, but Owen ripped that right out of my heart. He knew exactly where I wanted to go and he said, screw you. I hate the Packers. We're taking them here. So that leaves me as a as a part owner of the Green Bay Packers. I do have no say in this. But we need pass catchers, pass catchers, pass catchers. You have all
2: of the say in this right now. You are the true owner of the Green Bay Packers on this podcast,
0: then. I need you to that, that is true. On this podcast, I am. But, who the future first-round pick for those Green Bay Packers is? Uh, well, I already said who I wanted it to be, uh, but this is Plan B, who has quickly become my favorite tight end in the class. <clears throat> Ooh. Finally... <laughs> You gonna do it? They take a receiving threat in the first round, not a wide receiver. Dalton Kincaid out of Utah State. Uh, I was listening to another podcast that was doing a mock earlier, and they compared him, at least his pass catching ability, to Travis Kelsey. He, with three tight
1: ends being mocked generally, in the first round, and him being the top guy. I have to think that that comparison isn't totally like that far out of left field. Obviously, he'll never be the greatest tight end of all time.
0: However, there could be some truth, and I'm all in for it. Yes. So Dalton Kincaid, 15 to the Green Bay Packers. Jeremy, we're on to you at the halfway mark of this draft. Let's hope the second half easy.
2: This one's Ooh. easy. All right.
0: Number 16, Owens.
2: My, see, here's my top scout. He he reads me. We need a quarterback. We got weapons. We got a running back. We got an offensive line. We got a pass rush. We got guys on defense. Will Levis fell right in our lap. Kentucky quarterback. Give it to me. Bang.
1: Nice. He'll be a, he'll be a great backup to Lamar Jackson. <clears throat> I'm telling you. Great backup. Lamar is going to Minnesota, but continue. <laughs> Not happening either. No,
0: I like it. Good pick. Yeah. Washington gets a top four quarterback in the draft. Falls at right into 16. Their lap. At 16, that's yeah. a steal. That's beautiful for Washington. You would imagine for Washington. if
2: this really was how it fell through, the Packers got to be looking at moving back and somebody got to be moving, moving up there. Because, I mean, the Comanches, you know, you don't want them to have a quarterback fall right into their lap.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's <clears> true. All right, Owen. 17, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steel City. Steel Curtain. On the clock. What do you got? Pittsburgh has been making some moves to uh,
1: overhaul their offensive line, which was absolutely an utter trash last year. Yep. This is definitely last the couple biggest. Years. Big, yeah. This is definitely the biggest need. However, they did. What's the what's the guard they signed? Uh, so Isaac Samalu. Isaac Samalu. But who is the other guy? There's another guy, right? The other guy. Nate Herbig. Yes. Oh, another former Eagle, Nate Herbig. Yes. But Heyberg's,
2: Herbig's not going to start.
1: He'll be a, he'll be a backup for sure. Uh, no, I think he's starting in Pittsburgh land. <laughs> Do
2: you uh, see their line, dude? <laughs> timeout, timeout, timeout. I think the Steelers drafted the guy last year.
0: They did, uh, but that's uh, only one
2: of five. So. No, I, he was a guard, though, is my point. Sam Muller will start. I just don't think Herbig will. Um, not to take over Owen, my bad. James no, Daniels no, 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 no. drafted it's last Im- year.
1: It's important. It's important to to reference. So-
2: their left to right right now is Dan Moore, Isaac Samalu, Mason Cole, James Daniels, who I'm pretty sure was drafted last year, and then some dude's name that I can't pronounce Chukwuma Chukwama
1: Okorafor. Okorafor. Sorry.
2: Chukwama Okorafor. Oh, yes. yes. yes, yes.
0: They need a left okay, tackle, so though. That's all they need. James Daniels was drafted
2: 2018 second round by Chicago. Quite a, Chicago.
1: K- quite a bit ago. They signed him, but drafted a bit ago. However, the top three tackles are off the board. There are some options we are not going to reach. We are going to take best available. And we are going to take, I mean, no, we're receivers nowhere in need, but that would be pretty sweet to slot them in. Klaju Kansi is an option. Brian Branch, also very good. We are going Lucas Van Ness, Hercules out of Iowa.
2: Okay, pause. I got a question. Would this be too early to take Torrance out of Florida? By far and away, the best guard in draft.
1: I yes, and especially like if they feel like they solidified the the interior Interior. line, and they're really looking for that left tackle.
2: Three best options are off the board. Well, they still got – what's his nuts out of Tennessee? Not that I'm trying
1: to sway your pick. Darnell Wright, who could be a first-round pick. Dewan Jones uh, was the guy. So he was coached – Mike Tomlin coached the Senior Bowl. Uh, He was asked a lot about Dewan Jones out of Ohio State. And Dewan Jones absolutely performed in drills and in the Senior Bowl. He impressed. They would be drafting him to play right tackle. They'd flip a quarter forward to the left. However – they might get away with it. They might sneak back into the, the end of the first round, give me best available. Lucas or early in
2: the second. I guess my thing with Torrance is, hey, the Steelers took an early center guard out of Florida years back. Why not do it again? Dude's definitely the best interior lineman of the draft, like not even close in my opinion. So I just thrown it out there. Go Fair ahead. enough.
1: Top scale, Ooh. your opinion was heard. You oh, and who would still... you take again? Taking Lucas Van Van
0: Ness, gotcha. What
1: I mean, that's a that's a pass rushing trio right there. Highsmith and obviously the greatest of them all, T.J. Watt. Add Hercules in there to learn. You can move Van Ness around a lot too. He can play three, four end like he's ginormous, right? Speedy. Well, you probably don't want him to, but he could. That's awesome. So there you go. All
0: right. That puts me at 18 with the Lions. I'm not going to make this too difficult. I had their other pick earlier. I took Christian Gonzalez, continuing to revamp that defense. And baby, we're going to double dip. A uh, Not a controversial player, but uh, someone who's kind of got a mixed bag at this point because of a less than stellar combine. It wasn't a bad combine, but compared to his tape, was not as good as expected, but still one of the most versatile defenders in this draft as a prospect. I'm taking safety Brian Branch the man of Alabama. Going to be perfect for that defense. You can slot him in at safety, of course. You can put him in the slot. You can put him at... Blitzing linebacker, put him at the edge. You can Derwin put this James-ish. guy exactly. You can kind of put this guy a little bit everywhere. He did everything for that Alabama defense, and he can do the same for this Detroit defense. Let's give him versatility, Brian Branch. Lions, I you know he'd be going around here somewhere. So, Lions, uh, they don't want a repeat of that worst defense in the league. last year they mean business this year so that goes back to you jeremy 19 for the tampa bay buccaneers who've lost out on the top four quarterbacks but luckily they have baker mayfield to save the day so
2: owen screwed it up for me i was gonna take van ness here um because that'd be a really good pairing with the nose tackle that they got there blanking on his name right now Branch was another one that I had thought of because he would be a hell of a pairing in that secondary with – um, man, I'm terrible with names tonight. Antoine Winfield Jr. Either.
0: Thank you. Thank you. This is why I need my, Dean, drafts, my top scout. Jamal Dean. Jamal Dean. They did back. This resign. is why I need That's my top right. scout. <clears throat> so
2: my head's going one of two ways. Top scout, I need you for this. Is our offensive line or our defensive line in worse condition right now?
0: Pretty equal. I would, I would have to say O line. Put it there edge it a little bit. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. we
2: got Tristan works on one side. We got Jensen coming back. Um it all just comes down to um how we feel about the right tackle and the guard situation. So also Devin White, I don't know if you guys seen this they throw into the free agent mm-hmm. stuff actively shopping himself to my Philadelphia Eagles. Legit, Surprising. not making it up. Surprising, yeah. he, um Him and – well, it's because him and Greedy Williams apparently are good friends. Um, he commented on his own on the Greedy Williams post for coming to the Eagles. Come get me. Um, LSU buddies. So, I, I mean, I get it. Players want to play with their buds, you know. Why
1: did you, as a as the Tampa Bay GM, why did you just say my Philadelphia Eagles? Is there a little bit of collusion going on here? Uh-oh. I am – the agent
2: of Lamar Jackson. Um, my bad. Anyways, <laughs> to re- to bring this back together, St. Omni, he's back. <clears throat> so I'm thinking guard. I'm thinking edge rusher. I'm leaning edge rusher. We still have Shaquille Barrett, but why not pair him with a top notch guy like a couple of years ago with JPP? Happens to be sitting out JPP? there is an edge rusher out of georgia why not send him a little south is what i ask what i say you nolan smith the second best possibly the second best standing edge rusher in the draft right got all the skill set he played for georgia so you know he's gone up against top competition you know he's a hell of a player you know he's coached well what better place to just travel a state south and play for the tampa bay buccaneers what say you jeremy i say you jeremy nolan smith (laughs) georgia I just – the it's more we pick. go into these Georgia players,
1: like the more amazed I am how good that defense was last year. The last three years. The last three years. You go back to the Eric Stokes and Tyson Campbell days, and he came back last year, and you had Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt and uh, what's his name? Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. uh,
2: uh, codeine, uh Nicole, Nicole, Nicole Dean.
1: Dean. Jordan yep. Davis, Devontae Wyatt. And Jalen Carter, all on the same line. And then you have Nolan Smith, Quay Walker, Colby Dean. It's insane, like sick how good that was. It's nuts. It honestly is nuts. Good
0: Good pick. Good, 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 good pick.
2: Real quick, Seth, who did you take for the Lions? You took Branch, right?
0: Yep. Thank you. All right, Owen. Number 20, the Seattle Seahawks. You get them again. Second pick for them. You took Jalen Carter earlier. We did, we did,
1: and uh, not a need that you would think.
0: However, this next one is that what you're saying? Right, because they have some needs, both of the
1: you know the trenches, as they would say. However, Howie Roseman does not. Lloyd Roseman does not draft for the Seattle Seahawks, and we did get a Is this Dan collusion?
2: Cardia. Is this collusion?
1: We have we, our tackles are fine. Our interior line needs help. That's something we can work on in the back in the later rounds. We're going big time here. Was really eyeing up Jordan Addison, receiver out of USC. However, why not go big if he's still there? This guy. Should be going in the top 10, maybe just outside the top 10. We let him slide all the way down, and the Seahawks are just like, listen, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Quinton Johnston out of TCU. That is a trio Geno Smith would be happy with. Give me Quinton
0: Johnston.
2: MVP Geno.
0: MVP Geno. MVP. MVP. Good pick. I was waiting for his name to fly. I was waiting for it. It was. Good pick. Good. All right, pick Seth. All. With that, the Dolphins are on the clock with pick 20. Uh, yes. Uh, so Miami Dolphins, Um, they take a non-existent player because their pick is also non-existent. So we're moving on to 21 for the LA right. Chargers. Jeremy's up for the LA Chargers. <laughs> hey, you get? I hey. don't represent the Dolphins in that manner. Oh, okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. True to my word, man of integrity. I'll take the Chargers, please. Plus 21. Okay. You took Quentin Johnson. He was on my board for the Chargers. And a high-flying division we know the chargers are looking for weapons running back you can throw that out there but bijan robinson already taken probably the only running back worth taking in the first round are you sure i i think the only one that's a for sure i there's a couple of the names that are floated out there but it, it's hard to take a there's, running back in the first round
2: there's one other guy
0: that's like a halfway game breaker he's out of Bama, you don't really know but at yep. this point, I feel like he's a safe bet 20 and 20 later. <laughs> I, I get, I, I know you're talking about, Jameer Gibbs. Yes. Uh, I'm not going that way though. I'm just not. I am going out a position where offensive, they're pretty good. But at tight end, they do need a little help. And I took a tight end previously. Mentioned how deep it is. I'm dipping back into that well. I'm taking... Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame, potentially the top tight end prospect in this draft. Once again, another combine guy who didn't thrill the world. Look good, but, you know, just not as athletically gifted as Dalton Kincaid or Sam LaPorter, or obviously Darnell Washington out of Georgia, but just all around, just just kind of the complete package is what he is. Add him into that offense, Justin Herbert. Oof, I'll take it. Michael Mayer. He'd be taking on pass rushers left and right. That's a good, uh, you know, good inline blocking threat. More of an old school guy. kind of tight end, but still very good and top tight end. Well, potentially top tight end prospect for a reason. Mm hmm. So, Jeremy, I believe that's on to you at the Baltimore Ravens, who currently may or may not have a quarterback at this time, because their other Pro Bowl quarterback, Tyler Huntley, signed. Uh, where'd he sign? He's I don't know that Baltimore. he He's not. Did he go back to Baltimore? No, I don't think so. No, okay. I don't think he signed anywhere. Has he? I, th- I thought I saw his name pop up.
1: Maybe he is for the Ravens still. Not is sh- he? Placing low tender on Tyler Huntley. Oh, um, they did. So he okay. can be he can be signed by a different team with Baltimore getting the a chance pick to him. match the sheet. Sure. Yeah, Off the okay. sheets.
0: Okay. All right. So still question marks at quarterback, obviously, surrounding Lamar Jackson and such. But here you okay. are. So the 22. 22- 22, the Baltimore Ravens.
2: We got our guy at QB, right? He thinks the whole league is against him. Maybe. Us. He might have oh, your guy at QB. World. But we have our guy. What do we need to do for our guy? Let's look at the Ravens' depth chart. Raven- Sorry. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm going to draft a guy for you right now. I didn't even Anyways, we took Tyler Linderbaum last year, Ben Cleveland the year before, Kevin Zeitler, we got in the free agency a couple years before that. Ronnie Stanley, like four years ago. Morgan Moses, we got in the free agency a couple years back. We got Mark Andrew, we got Patrick Richard, who's another offensive tackle, basically. We got we got the front five, six, seven. We got a square away, right? On offense. On defense, could we use an edge rusher? Probably. We got Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith on the second level. So our linebackers are set, right? David Ojabo, who's gonna come back this year. I think I said that wrong. Marcus Williams is still there. Kyle Hamilton's we drafted last year. Humphrey, and we're pretty okay at our, our two spot for corner. We could use an edge rusher. Okay. I don't know if there's a guy that's really sticking out to me where I go, gotta have. Now, here's the other question mark. We took Bateman last year, right? Our second guy is Devin Duvernay. How do we feel about Devin Duvernay? I don't feel like Devin Duvernay's a two. I feel like Bateman's a two. We need a one. Okay. Now we got 15 running backs. It doesn't really matter who we put in this offense as a running back. They're going to give you 100 yards or two touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, he's an MVP previously. He's one of, I mean, that guy's resume, 35 and under, is one of the best ever. Okay. Let me pull up some weapons for you guys real quick, right? I've seen some guys come off at receiver, and I've seen one guy that's still remaining, and he might be the one major X factor at the receiver positions, okay? I'll take the card. Give me Zay Flowers, Boston College. We're going to put him into the Baltimore Ravens offense, and I am expecting this guy to come in and give me an immediately 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns this year. Him and Lamar Jackson, and then you got Bateman on the other side, Mark Andrews. This dude's going to be open all the time. Zay Flowers is like – he's that real compact, like can play slot, can play on the outside, can run after the catch, can throw him in the screen game, can run him around the back in reverse. I mean, he's kind of like – he's not Tyreek Hill explosive, but he's kind of that mold of receiver. And I think to myself –
0: the name that popped into my head too.
2: Right. In an offense like the Ravens where you can be fun, you can do gadget-type stuff, you want a gadget-type player on the outside that is a receiver first though. Give me Zay Flowers. I think what's going to make Lamar happy other than money right now, guaranteed money, a guaranteed number one receiver on the outside is going to make
0: him happy. Give me Zay Flowers. Make it uh, fun for the uh, RPO as well. All right. Owen, 23, the Minnesota Vikings, who were probably the worst 13 team win of all time last year. Many people said. A lot of question marks heading into this offseason.
2: Seth, mainly you said it, though. Many not people may have, but mainly I think you said it the most.
0: You know Seth what? Point coined the term. When the <laughs> truth is real, that truth is real. Well said. All right. Anyways, Owen, you're at 23 with the Minnesota Vikings. On Minnesota the clock. Vikings. Let's not have a repeat from a few years ago, please. We shall not, Seth.
1: Quentin Johnston. No, Lizzo is not uh, eligible for the NFL dress. For a guy like Quentin Johnston. Uh, unfortunately, picked. Another one I loved. seen a mock draft. Uh, I think it was Daniel Jeremiah. They have Hendon Hooker, quarterback out of Tennessee, getting drafted here at 23 by the Vikings. I love that pick. I love that fit. I think he would do great in that role. However, I think they'll wait around. If that's who they want, they'll they'll take him. However, I think they can, you know, you want to play it safe? I think they can wait a little bit on that. In this case, you know, you could go receiver to pair with Jefferson. Now that Thielen's gone. And that's exactly what I'm going to do, actually. Jordan Addison, USC. Almost went a different way, but think more about that feeling. You know, obviously he wasn't, like, a top-of-the-line receiver. Best receiver on the board. At least in production uh, last year. K.J. Osborne's kind of coming into his own. I still think they like having that trio of reliable guys.
2: And you got a tight end there who never
1: really, like, really took off, but it's a guy. He is He's capable.
2: Certainly. So, real quick, I just got a quick question for you guys Vikings haters. Matson gets re-signed. Is Cook on the trade block? Vikings it's, fans want him to be. I yeah. so I guess in my personal opinion, I I would move him. I mean, he's a guy that's going to need to be paid in the next year or two. He, he really only showed should. up what every 3 games and when he would show up, he'd pop off with like a 50 plus rushing yard like a game and then nothing the rest of the game. Matson's more of the the consistent guy, yeah. I, and the way the the way the league is, you either need a freak of nature, Derrick Henry, or you need running back by committee. I mean, it's it's very rare that you get away with the guy that's a boomer bust. And I mean, look at like the way this running back draft class is. Seth, you said it. There's only one guy that's probably reasonably a first round back, depending on how you look at running backs. The Bills want a guy. I mean, you could flip him. I mean, he can go play his brother in the Bills. You know, like. You, there's so many different alternatives that's the to thing is
1: like i just don't know what the market is for him if it'd be worth it to the vikings to just you know move on however if the bills are like eyeing him up the bill seems like a good landing spot but that's what they said about derrick henry and like i, I just don't think that deal is happening delvin cook i can see happening you
2: mentioned derrick henry he's probably the move that needs to happen to open up the delvin cook sweepstakes right Henry's probably got to get moved for Cook. And you got to imagine, you know, Cook's the guy, training camp, somebody gets hurt, somebody's going to want him. You know, you a—you got a room that's got two possibly starting caliber guys and Madison and him, you know. I'd, I would move him. That's my opinion.
1: His name is Alexander Madison.
0: Let's hear it, Owen. Let's hear it. His name is Alexander Madison. That's All right. Good. That's enough. <laughs> All right. I'm up with the Jacksonville Jaguars at 24. And maybe the surprise team of 2022. You're away, right? Dougie Fresh, Doug Peterson, and the and the magic he did, and uh, what a sophomore season for Trevor Lawrence and that offense as a whole. They still got a few holes to fill. Right tackle, they lost Juan Taylor, so that's a that's one. Uh, Defensive loss, Shaquille Griffin in the secondary. So there's a few spots that I'm kind of eyeing up a little bit. And with the 24th pick in the NFL draft, I'm looking at Kelly Ringo, cornerback out of Georgia, The most talented defense in the league continues to get plucked. This is a guy who they can plug and play in to replace Shaquille Griffin with that defense. Offense, I think, will continue to improve. I don't think you really need to add a lot there. Offensive line is probably the biggest piece, but you can find those players later on. Top tackles off the board. There's still some top secondary players. Grab them while you can. Maybe the fastest player in the draft as well kelly ringo help with that defense there it is
2: i just want to throw out there real quick we have one two three four five oh no four georgia players off already we have one two three bama players and Ohio, I mean, Ohio State players. Close. I was just gonna say they gotta be close. One, two, three, Ohio State players. So it's pretty pretty even between those three colleges. Really goes to show, like, um, where the talent lies in college ranks. I'll make yep. this quick. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna dip into one of these pools that's already been dipped into once. Um, actually, I was the guy that dipped into the pool. Funny enough. We're going to – so I am coming in at 25, the New York Giants. the G Yes. Men. Here's the deal. I don't like drafting well, and I don't like seeing teams in the NFC East make smart decisions. Um, it hurts me this offseason because they are all making good decisions. Fuck that. It um, makes Thomas for a fun year, division
0: though, Jeremy.
2: Or my bad. It does. No, it really does. Evan Neal last year, Andrew Thomas a couple years ago. We've had pretty good tackle play. Um Now we got to solidify the interior of the offensive line. I mentioned the guy already. Um, There is one undisputed best interior lineman in this draft. I don't even think it's close Uh, Cyrus Torrance. This guy, I think, is, to me, I'm going to go there. Probably the best, like, the best shot at a Hall of Famer in the draft. I'll be the person that says it first about a guy. I think this guy has the best shot. I really think he's that good. I truly think this guy's that good of a football player. Um, you throw him onto an offensive line that's already got two very talented guys. Evan Neal is built like like a dude in the strongman competition. You know I mean, this guy should be built. He's moving boulders over mountains. He's a freak.
0: He definitely Thomas, needs to take a
2: step up going next year, but yes. He, nope. Him and Thomas definitely need to take a step in, uh, up. Guard play next to them would be significant to help. Um, adding a guy like Torrance, I think, would be huge. We're going to Plug and play him. He's going to come in day one. He's going to be the best interior offensive lineman on the on the dra- uh, in the draft and on the team. Um, if the Giants had any brains in their head, which they seem to be showing that they do, go find a veteran center because that would be this offensive line would be very good. I mean, this is you start doing moves like this, you might see a sixteen hundred yard rushing campaign out of Saquon. Yeah, you know I mean, and then you got to pay him the next year. So sign me up. Giants are going to take Cyrus Torrance out of Florida.
0: Roll right out. Right. Not the sexy pick, but sometimes the best pick. You you know, see, Seth, you're Seth?
1: high on this guy. Daniel Jeremiah has Joe Tittman as the the best interior lineman.
2: Daniel Jeremiah has two first names. You can't trust that motherfucker one one bit, Owen. You, you know, know I
0: can't DJ argue a liar. I can't DJ's a
2: liar. So
0: <laughs> Move the sticks. I,
2: I, I'm gonna I I get it. And the thing about guard center play, it's everybody's always torn between the top three at every every year, right? I truly think just watching, like, I watched a lot of Anthony Richardson stuff over the last, like, month, and the one thing that kept on taking me is this big-ass fucking bulldog of a guard they had, and then it's just Torrance, right? And I'm like, dude, this guy, nobody gets by him. And he's very, very athletic, too. So I would be very disappointed. Like, I was with uh, Neil last year getting drafted to the Giants. But sign me out, boys. No, good pick.
0: I like it, Jimmy. I like it. All right, Owen, back-to-back NFC East teams. You have the Dallas Cowboys who've been making moves this offseason. Take Randy a running
1: books, Stefan Gill. The future 2023 NFC Champions, Dallas Cowboys. Coming in. Bijan Robinson is absolutely a guy they would take here. However, he went up in the top 10 where he should, should go. Cause he's that good. They're thinking here, you know, they could go receiver the top. What four, I believe top four have gone off the board. They could go tight end. Maybe you really think they'd go receiver. They got
2: Gallup. You got Gallup and cooks. And then you've got uh. Wow. lamb. I don't I, I think if anything Land. you're going tight end here, right? Well, I, hold agreed. on, hold on, hold on. My the, bad, my
1: bad. You know, Cooks does address that need. However, you know what you know what the Cowboys are, right? They're looking for splash, right? They need scorers, so to say, so to speak. The other way to go would be tight end. However, the top two guys are off the board. You can look at someone like Darnell Washington, Luke Musgrave. Nah, because there's one guy who should have been picked in the top 20, he leaked out. He's not Aaron Donald. He's Aaron Donald-sized. He's Aaron Donald-compared-explosiveness. And, boy, would he pair well with those with those pass rushers. Lawrence and the best in the game, Micah Parsons. Oh, and how much money do I have to you pay? You're going to have the best pass-rushing group in the entire NFL. When you That's draft- not true. Elijah Kansas, ah. out of Pittsburgh.
2: You know Ooh. something? I'm a t- I'm a, I am want to just say – I want to make a comment. If we go Bijan at 10 and we miss out on Van Ness and Kansi, I'm going to be hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a hurting man come 30, man, because, like, I'm going Bijan expecting one of those two to slide to us at the end of the first. And I – if if it don't happen, I'm just –
1: I don't think any one of them are going to slide to the 30. So you better pick the one you want. I think one of them has a chance, depending on what happens with Jalen Carter. I think
2: one
0: of them has a chance. All right, 27. This pick is easy. Thank you, Owen. You made me super nervous. Bills got their guy. They got a guy they need desperately. This is a championship-level team. They just have one glaring weakness that's about to be filled. Jeremy talked about this guy earlier. He is the second running back to go off the board. Jameer Gibbs out of Alabama. So I guess they're not trading for Dalvin Cook, huh? Uh, No. They can get get this guy who who might be better anyways. He's electric. He can do it all. Pass catching. Locking. Obviously, running through the tackles, running on the outside. Complete set. Plug this guy into that Bills offense, and scary it is. Jameer Gibbs. So that means... Jameer Gibbs is also just a great name. Agreed. Agreed. Owen, or sorry, Jeremy, we're on to you. The Cincinnati Bengals at 28 with just four picks left. We're rounding this bad boy out. Jeremy, second to last pick for yourself. Cincinnati Bengals at 28. What say you? Operation Protect Joey.
1: Part one. You're muted, by the way.
2: <laughs> Good call. Uh, that's why he's my top scout, Seth. That's why. Um, so we just cut Leo Collins, right?
0: Yes. Just released today. Jonah-
2: Yep, Jonah Williams does not want to play right tackle. He wants to stay on the left side. So Orlando Brown results in losing two tackles. So we bring in Orlando Brown. That no, weren't worth a uh, shot, really. Ah, uh, Jonah Williams isn't bad.
0: Correct. Uh, Jonah Williams is a solid starting Orlando tackle. Brown, just better. Yes. He
2: is. Well, he is. We'll see. Yes. Leo Collins, I think, should be a guard. That's just my opinion. That was when he was at his best, was he played guard in Dallas. For Dallas, yeah. Ka- yep. Kappa's not terrible. Ted Karras, Car- Car- right? Ted, Ted Karras. Tis. Starting caliber center, right? So we need a guard and a tackle for sure. Um. Who the fuck knows what's happening to Joe Mixon, right? Don't know. Uh, Jamar Chase, big old question mark as well. I don't know if you guys seen that whole thing. But we know we got our guy at quarterback. We know we have two other weapons that uh, – at wide receiver. Um, On the defensive side of things, we just lost our safety. So we got Dax Hill, who's going to be starting this. He started last year. Great player. Uh, Chidobi Adouizia, he's a good guy. We have a couple other corners, nothing to be proud of, but we got dudes. Um, Pass rush, showed up when it needed to last year, right? Wasn't great, but wasn't bad. I'm going to go just a different direction here. I don't think I'm taking a tackle here, okay? I think that the tackle room is going to slide.
0: 30 I... seconds.
2: Fuck your time clock, Seth. Um, I think they're going to slide. I'm not going to take a guard. I'm going to go into the mold of New England, mid Midwest, up by the, the lakes. We're going to take Darnell Washington, and we're going to have – a pass catcher, slash Love that block pick. It. we're gonna add to this Georgia run on players. I feel like Washington is the best of both worlds where you can keep him in. He can block that dude can block like some low end tackles when you watch the tape. Like he's he's like Rob Gronkowski out there. Like he's like the real best tight end of all time. No offense, boys. But he can also catch the ball and he's a big ass target. In a on a team where you got question marks not only on the line, but On your skill players, Jamar Chase might be having his ex go after him for whatever, mixing, shooting kids in the streets, whatever. (laughs) We need somebody that can catch the ball, make plays, and block. Give me Darnell Washington.
0: All right. I like that pick. Darnell Washington quickly becoming one of my favorite players in the draft. Seth is
2: also one of mine. If he fell to the Eagles, I would be, I mean, very happy. Owen, as my top scout, what do you think?
1: I think it's a little bit of a reach. However, as a scouting department, we love this guy. We don't don't want to force you into trading back up into the top of the second round. I think we take it and we run with it. We're happy. We have Orlando Brown to address our biggest need. Maybe we we'll can coax okay. Jonah Williams into playing right tackle. Maybe you never know. Maybe we can. For a year or something. Try it out. Right tackle still it. get paid. Just about half as much, but still. I give you a oh, solid no. B. Give you a solid B. I'll
0: take a B plus, but you're up. Yeah. So <laughs> Owen, your final pick at 29 with the New Orleans Saints on the Yank. clock. The New Orleans Saints
1: are on the clock. To me, I feel like tight end it has been getting mocked to the Saints a bit. I do like Jawan Johnson. As Don't a forget end. Hooker out of Tennessee still out there. Uh, in my head, I'm leaving him for the Vikings whenever they can draft again because I just love that fit. Um, however, we got we got a few needs. Obviously, we're not a great team. Uh, we have Derek Carr. He has Chris Olave. He has Jarvis Landry, and he has Captain Slant himself, resigned. Michael Thomas back. Don't in forget the about Kamara. You have Kamara, who I don't know. Does he serve a suspension this year? I don't. I don't actually know what happened with that, or if it's still happening, or what's it's going on. Big question mark at this time. So really, we're in a position to draft best available because we just need a few. We need a few things. Cameron Jordan's getting old; he's he's right on the edge. Marcus Davenport just signed with the Minnesota Vikings. <clears throat> I say we go edge, and there's one guy, ladies and gentlemen, that should be taken in the first round. But in this made-up scenario, just so I can draft my guy, we're going to say that there are character issues with Miles Murphy, and his draft stock has slid. Give me Eddie Tommywa Eddie Barre out of Northwestern, edge rusher extraordinaire, and Dennis Allen's guy. Eddie Tommywa Eddie Bare.
0: You want to say that one more time?
1: <laughs> Eddie Tomiwa?
0: Eddie Barre? <laughs> How many times are you going to hear that on draft night? Eddie, Tomiwa,
1: know,
0: Eddie Barre.
2: Eddie uh I think forever, in any mock draft we ever do, Owen always has to draft for the Saints and the Patriots because they're the teams that do this. They go straight out of left field. We're going to take the dude that nobody's talking with until day three in the first fucking round. And it's always like a left tackle, tackle, edge player. It's always what it is. So, Owen, for my vote for the future throughout, as long as Bill and Saints brass is there, I want you to be the Patriots and the Saints picks from now on.
0: Addie Tamiwa? <laughs> Barrett edge northwestern all right timeout. i'm at the i'm at the eagles pick at 30 yes seth. i'm trying to do jeremy Wright.
2: seth he just skipped miles Mur- murphy i'm sprinting up with miles murphy
0: okay i was about to ask that i had somebody else i had a different edge rusher named and then because i just assumed miles murphy was gone i didn't even look to see I just figured his name was gone, and I nope. just wrote it down, and I forgot he about it. there. Well, then there it is, Miles Murphy for me for the Eagles. I can't believe Murphy he's would
2: be—he would be a safe pick at ten. Like to be completely
0: honest, yeah. How did we? How did we miss Miles Murphy? Did we forget he existed? We, so, so Jeremy, you mentioned him at ten, right? Because you're
1: going to pick Bijan, or you're going to pick him if he didn't pick Bijan. I feel like is what happened, Correct. right? It was going to be him or one of the three, him and the two, Van Ness. Van Ness and, and Canty. And Canty. Canty
2: yeah. well, so, Seth, I realized it when I took Washington for Bengals. I started looking – not for the Chiefs, so I'm sorry. I started looking for the Eagles, and I realized as I was looking back, I'm like, Murphy has not gone, and this is top three to five pass I think you track. brought but, his
0: name up too at seven with the Raiders because you were talking Tyree Wilson. I think you brought his mm-hmm. name up there as well. And you want Tyree. So, yeah, all right, that makes it easy. Wow, you get Murphy and Bijan Robinson in the first round? That's beautiful. Spoiling that
2: offense, adding to the pass rush, that would be, I mean, top three to five draft scenarios for me, to be completely honest. Um, So now let me just blow this draft real
0: quick for the Chiefs because I fucking hate them. Um, To end the first round with the defending – Super Bowl champions out of Tennessee, Hayden Hooker. <laughs> uh, scratch that.
2: Oh, adios, has... boys.
0: <laughs> uh, sorry, we misread the are... card. We gotta take it back. I can't
2: believe you guys are... This is bullshit. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So, we signed Juwan Taylor. We have Tooney. We have Creed Humphrey. We need a tackle. Um, we got to protect our prize in the backfield, Isaiah Pacheco. Um, I don't think you need a tackle, do you?
1: I, you got Lucas uh, Nyang or whatever the hell it is on yeah, the right yeah. side right now. Yeah, that's who they're. That's kind of well. As your as your top scout, we love Lucas Lucas Nyang. We've been waiting for him to take over a tackle spot for years. Here he is. If you feel like there's a good tackle prospect there, I'll trust you. However, oh no, Wright's still sitting out there, is he not? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I he never came out as a top, you know, first round got to have him kind of guy to me. But that's just your top. But he scout could be squad. a
2: guy. He could be a guy that comes at the end of the first round. Now, my other thought process is: Do we continue to bolster the secondary or pass rush?
1: That um, yes, hundred percent. But sorry, I'm just your top scout. Don't listen to me.
2: Because we got McDuffie and Reed. Mike Edwards is a serviceable player. We just picked him up, I'm pretty sure, last year. Um, outside of that, the secondary is kind of a toss. Um, Bolton, Willie Gay, we got guys. The linebackers looked great in the Super Bowl. I mean, especially when you know which pair of cleats to wear because it's all a fucking setup. Nick but anyways, looked great, yes. Because it's all a fucking setup. But anyways, um, Chris Jones is that guy. Brandon Williams is a guy. Brandon Williams, Danny Shelton, we got uh, nose tackles. Karlaustis played pretty well throughout the last year. Who is the top remaining secondary
1: player right now? I would like to, you know. Gonzalez,
2: Witherspoon, and
1: Porter are the only, Ringo, that's it, right? I'd like to make a case for Deontay Banks out of Maryland. Okay.
0: Thirty seconds. God damn. <laughs> Is a six foot
1: two hundred plus pound corner. He's a Madden dream for a Jeremy Shimko led franchise. Jeremy Shimko only takes six three corners and above anymore. I am all about the cover three press. He fail. may be the most impressive athletic freak outside of Christian Gonzalez at cornerback.
0: Versatile. <laughs> Are you talking uh Cam Smith, Deontay? Are you talking? Oh, but, all right, I missed that. But we could totally
2: throw everything up. How long is MVS there for? Do we know for sure? Another year, obviously. I right? think it was a
0: three-year deal. So at least another year, if not two. I believe it was a three-year deal. He got.
2: So we got Travis Kelsey. One of the, he's the best receiver playing tight end in the NFL. Not even close. Sky Moore is still kind of a question mark. Kadarius Tony is our run after the catch guy. Best scout. Could we go Jalen Hyatt right here?
1: So we could. We did lose. That, Nicole would, be, that would be g- dangerous right there. M- MVS, uh, we still have locked up for two years. Man, I just like the way
2: Hyatt moved. I'm not gonna lie. That guy fast. We know you He's still love Justin Ross,
1: and we know you want to see Justin Ross get them.
2: I am a big Ross fan, that is snaps. for sure. I am I'm a big Justin Ross fan. God damn.
0: Let's skip the Sky pick more
2: the Nick- card. Please. Seth, it's the last pick of the draft I have the whole night. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> you still have a time limit. There's still a time Seth limit for the last a,
1: pick. Seth still has a bedtime. This is sick. All so right. your top scouts banging the drum for Deontay Banks, and the GM is like, yeah, but we could just get another wide receiver, which always works That's, out for the Chiefs. So always it's not, works out, not, for not out of the question.
2: For a second there, as I was looking at the roster, I thought i seen John Ross, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> just speed, 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 speed.
1: God, Deontay Banks. You're not a Forbes guy, eh? Uh We, at this time, prefer Deontay Banks sticky but he doesn't need to use his size um or he but just imagine if he did that is our if we can teach him to use his athletic ability because he has it with his stickiness and coverage owen he can improve what we need to improve is his press his press man needs improvement however we have a GM that comes from the press man name of the game. Let me ask you this.
2: After the way the cornerbacks played throughout – the secondary played throughout the playoffs last year, do you really want to take a player for the secondary in the first round?
1: Uh, yes, because we had one injury, and we ended up starting three very inexperienced cornerbacks. and struggled. You? you? So some depth oh, and I'm actually, would be nice.
2: I'm actually going to lean with you. I'm going to go with the top scout, and we're going to go Deontay Banks out of Maryland. I really think you could go with any of the remaining
1: top three. Cam Smith um, was Cam Smith, and what's the other guy? Forbes. Uh, Forbes.
2: Emmanuel Forbes. I mean, Emmanuel Cam Smith Forbes. would be a good one, too. Um, no, any of them would be fine here. Um, but, yeah, we'll go Banks. Round, it
0: out. Round it out. The scout wins. The scout wins. Our draft is being seller. graded.
2: Sometimes, Seth, you just got to
0: go, go with your scouts. That's why you pay them. That's mm-hmm. why you pay them. All right. And that is a wrap on this mock draft. Beautiful. Good job, boys. It I like beautiful. it. I like it. Very nice. Good. Good start. Good start. We'll get at least one or two more in. Before we actually hit the draft, of course. All right. Well, that's all we got for tonight.
2: Boys, I want to give a shout out.
0: Let's Today,
2: hear. I don't know where she went. Is my first dog, Karma's ninth birthday. Oh. She is still yet a young pup. I don't know where she's hiding right now. Happy birthday, Karma!
0: Happy my birthday, first
2: love, right there.
1: First Karma is a bitch.
2: She is. I won't add adjectives and details, but she's my babe. I love that dog.
0: Yeah, nine years, nine years young today. Wish nothing but the best for for little Karma over there. Not really. I wouldn't call her little. She's <laughs> a big dog.
2: Been through, well, been through thick and thin with that dog.
0: What matters. All right. On that note, we'll be off next week. I'm on vacay. So that means the boys also get a vacay. But we'll come back the week after. We'll probably get yeah, some. Yeah, he's Rogers working moves. with
2: some of
1: the goddamn bono in his name. Jesus. I know. It's kind of crazy,
0: isn't it? That's you know, it. I figured I'd give you I figured I'd give you some time off before I throw you back into the wolves. I just want a fucking lunch break, Seth. That's it. In 215 <laughs> just a sicko well this ain't a union job so get used to it
2: shut your mouth and
0: get back to work all right well until next time adios adios adios